This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. G'day, it's Lols here. Uh, quick little check-in. I know you're all living in self-isolation right now and I know some days can be awesome and other days can be really confronting. I sometimes get this feeling of, of feeling stuck and then sometimes I get really guilty about not being productive enough. But in this last week, I had a FaceTime session with my therapist and it was uh, really, really helpful As someone that's always been a therapist or has been consistently for the last three years, this was something that I hadn't done yet since isolation begun. And I was noticing that I'd have a few good days and then I'd have a rough day. And then it'd kind of, I'd get into this habit and trap of going over like ruminating over thoughts. So I just want to do a, I guess a shout out or let you know that um, seeing a therapist via, you know, a telephone call, Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever you use is still really beneficial and it absolutely helped me through my week and have a clearer perspective and and, and, and looking at things that seemed like problems much more rationally. So, yeah. See a therapist, you know, I'm super pro that. I love, love, love looking after mental health. Uh, A really good friend of mine, Jad, taught me that, you know, we do our yoga for our body or we go for a run. We eat these really nutritious meals. We eat broccoli because it's so good for us. But seeing a therapist is like gym for the mind. So, yeah, I feel a lot better after nourishing that part of myself that I had definitely neglected. Now on to this week's guests. Uh, I was lucky enough right before self-isolation kicked in to catch up with the girls at One Two Agency. Tessa J or TJ, close friends call her TJ. I learned that in the start of this interview. So TJ and beautiful Rach. Uh, These girls set up One Two Agency, an incredible PR agency based in Melbourne. They set this awesome business up from a dream. The two of them would walk around the tan, the Botanic Gardens in Melbourne and catch up and kind of debrief on their, both their different jobs and give each other advice. And they'd be like, oh, how cool would it be to one day have our own kind of baby and in 2016 one two agency was born so it was really nice to sit down with these two girls that over the years have become my friends and people that I go to for advice and they help dress me and feel, help me to feel confident for work gigs and events and it was just wonderful to sit down with them and just so you know we did this interview I think at like 7 30 or 8 a.m before their staff came in the office so these girls literally work around the clock and their work ethic is pretty incredible i hope you enjoy it tj has a little obsession with the kardashians which is really fun (laughs) to explore and talk about i hope you guys enjoy this pod and big thank you to the wonderful gang at one two agency for making this podcast come to life you guys were awesome and you shared so much of yourselves and it's a testament to how successful your company is today big love 
So uh, I'm so excited to be here with you girls. Uh, so this is the one two agency, the beginners, the begin, the OG, <laughs> the OGs. Oh yes. So we've got Rach, we've got Tessa. I always, I was going to say before we started, I because I write to you, and when I talk about you, I'm like Tessa J. Yes. Should I be saying Tessa J or Tessa? No, Tess is fine. Uh, but I, is very TJ, yeah, TJ, we say. TJ. Okay, TJ, it is yeah. done. Yeah. I'm really in the fold now. Hey, yes. um, so I just want to quickly set this up for anyone listening. So, One Two Agency is a incredible PR agency that does so much more than what you might just think from that one sentence. To the point that a staff member's just come in. We're recording this before out before business hours. A wonderful staff member called Monty's just come in to work early, and she's like, oh, "I think the others are coming early too." Is is this what it's like? Is it like you guys get in well before nine? Is, this well, is we, not yeah, a nine to five job, right? We did we did tell them that we were recording, but then I think they're probably excited to hear, so yes. no, they, they probably wanted to come in early. No, but they're good. They our staff are great. We actually just um, had a conversation yesterday with everyone about how amazing they've been you know obviously at the moment with everything that's going on in the world it's uh, we just sort of turned to everyone and said we're just so lucky with the team that we've got and again like being business owners we get stressed and we have our fall downs and highs and lows and moments and work and work and work and yeah our staff are Amazing. You need, you need this, the great staff to support you yeah. and get through all everything that's happening. Well, mm. you know, day to day anyway, like in general, we're very lucky. Even when we're just standing addressed to Vogue, yeah. thank God they're here. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I remember actually last time we booked to do this, you called me up, Rachel called me up and she's like, I'm so sorry, we've had an emergency at work. I know. We can talk about this as a failure if you want. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? I do, I do. Every day is different. I love that though. Mm. So you guys have been going from July 2016, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Coming up to four years? Yeah, yeah, four years. So my first memory of working with One Two, I was living in Sydney, I was coming down for the races and I was working with an incredible publicist, shout out to Jane Nagline, and she goes, you need to be dressed by One Two Agency, they look after Thurley, which was... Yeah. And I went to this apartment in, I want to say, Elstonwick. Brighton. Or, was it Brighton? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Brighton. still there. Really? <laughs> and I remember I got changed in a room. Like, there were all these frocks in a little room. Mm, that was everything that you see in here was, like, basically, basically in that room. Can you believe it? Um, it but that's – so it did start in an apartment, literally? Yeah, so it started in my apartment um, and we turned the spare room into our office. And we did start with the spare room. We had this big, beautiful desk, this oversized, huge desk yeah, that yeah. was so stupid now Extra. to think about it. Yeah. And we had this big desk and we had our computers and we had fo- – I actually had fake folders because my dad said you need to print out everything and you need to have all your invoices printed and we do everything you know we're we're paperless yeah Yeah. so and he just couldn't wrap his head around that and so we actually had these folders and and labeled one of them invoices but there's nothing in there we bought a a $40 printer just so he we actually just did it so you know our parents were happy really (laughs) come over and check on us yeah (laughs) um but yeah so we set that up and I think it was the one day there was about four girls sitting in the hallway on the floor because mm. someone was getting dressed in the office and then we were having a meeting in the lounge room yes. and my boyfriend yes. came out of the shower mm. with his towel on. That was the and moment. And that was the moment we went, 
yeah, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> We're going to have to move out. So, um, yes, we are now in St Kilda and it is, it is lovely. It's lovely actually mm. coming from home to work work to home and not mixing the all the one together. But how nice is that like humble beginning? Like from your kind of like you hear those amazing like not to liken it but like a, a rags to riches story where Peter Alexander was like making PJs in yeah. his mum's garage. Mm. Yeah. And cutting and yeah, sewing yeah. neck minute like yeah. Yeah. we're in your yeah incredible showroom and office space now and it's like every time I come in it's like an Instagram party. Like it's so beautiful. <laughs> Instagrammable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's completely and I was on your website last night I was like, oh my God damn these photos look so like it's such yeah. a beautiful space. But um I do want to make sure I cover that you are more than a PR agency. We're talking like digital strategy here. We're talking events. Mm-hmm. You've done talent management as well, which is a whole nother mm. beast. Mm. You guys are covering a lot of territory. Is it true that this kind of was born from you two doing laps of the tan and kind of brainstorming together? Yes. Yes. We just we just used to walk around the town at night. Tessa was at an agency and I was in-house doing PR and we'd just meet up and just chat. And it was always just problems and we'd help each other solve yeah. them. And it was really good because we're so opposite. So I would <laughs> see a problem, but Tessa would probably might see that as not a problem and yeah. same vice versa. And so we, you know, we would solve the world problems together walking around the tan yeah very slowly walking around the tan yeah talking too much not yeah. a lot of walking not, not a lot of exercise no and did this so this idea happened then and is it true like one of you jumped the gun earlier than the other with like letting work know and going no I, we're gonna I do just this. let it slip to a few people I think I had a few wines and <laughs> Got really excited and told everyone what was happening before it might have been happening. It was a disaster. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, no, that was um, that was a, you know a scary time for us because we didn't, you know, we just kind of I guess we were fearless. Maybe we just didn't really think about it. People always do ask us about that because um, you know thinking you can just start a business, but we didn't really think about it too much we just knew that we could do it and we just went for it and I think when you're a little bit younger you're fearless whereas like now you're a little bit more well I mean I'm 32 now and I'm worried about everything so like cut to me in 10 years Um, but (laughs) I think we just went ahead and did it and um, we did it at the right time we had all of the contacts and relationships in place and we knew what we were doing in terms of like fashion and food we were lucky that we got all of that experience from our backgrounds so that's what we you know we didn't let failure be an option really no I love how you're both you can tell you're both in PR Tessa's already said the word fearless and you've already (laughs) said the word failure which is the name of the podcast I'm like these girls know what they're doing (laughs) we do we actually don't have notes in front of us either no I'm the cheeky one with notes yeah so and I really want to get to um both of kind of like how you kind of found your way here. And I love, Rach, that you're really open about not finishing or not going to uni, should I say. No, I, I, I did go. You just went? but not that long. <laughs> um, I think the way that it sort of worked for me, I've, oh, I've always been that. I loved school. I had the best time. Mm-hmm. Not the best time studying, but I had a really good time. I think it's very important. Socialising. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to have <laughs> a good time. Yeah. yeah, good time in what yeah. you're doing. Relationship building from totally. early times. Yeah. 
Um, but I think the way it worked for me is I sort of took every opportunity as it came along. Mm. Um, and I'm a big sort of believer in experience over knowledge. Um, yeah. There's a, you know, even when we're interviewing new interns or new staff, I'm always the one that's looking for that gift of the gab. Mm. I'm not necessarily looking at all her experiences and what she's done. You want the spark. I want the spark, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think it's de- that's why we're really good because Tess is looking at all the what they've done and experiences <laughs> and where they've come from. But I think it's really good because you, you definitely need both. But, totally. Um, but I think it's, yeah, I've, you know, I was brought up, my mum started off as a receptionist um, and then became a director of a huge, huge company. So I've sort of, she, you know, she was there for 35 years, same job, you know, and I've sort of always learnt from that. You can always get there. There's just always don't, a don't worry about yeah. where you started. Just you can get there and I think, you know, it's it shows now. I've never thought that I'd own a PR agency ever. I remember my dad once saying, oh, you should open your own PR agency. Mm. I was like, oh, dad, no way. <laughs> That's so, who, like you have to be that person to do that. I'm not that person. Yeah, but so, you guys are the perfect match like you've got one brain that's quite linear and like okay we can do this I can see how it would work and you've got this like yeah (laughs) it's like yin yin and yang am I right yeah totally yeah and that's probably an attribute to your success because you guys are leading the way I believe before we get too into like the failure or the challenge or the lesson side um what are some of the highlights because I think you know, we see on Insta, like, this amazing, like, world. But I think you guys, in, in any given week, you're doing mm. a shitload of things. You can swear, by the way. You're doing so, whether it be fashion, whether it be food, whether it be an event, whether it be, you booked me for emceeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I rocked up in, I had a script on a <laughs> clipboard ready to go. And I, you see, you're producing, in, in a sense, like, you're producing yeah. events. Like, yeah. what, like, what are some of the times where you're like, oh, my God, this is epic? Well, there's so many to choose from. I think working across all the... We're lucky that we get to do fashion and lifestyle and events and food and everything. So that opens us up to a large, you know, all different clients, I guess you would say. So, like, you know, we've worked with Mercedes and Country Road. Country Mm. Road was one that was on, I know, my list to be able to work with them in a PR sense and doing events. That was a dream. Um, You know, working with... Who else? Like Converse Australia. Yeah, Converse was amazing because yeah. it's international um, and doing um, all of – we work with Jagged. That's, yeah. We're really lucky with that. We get to do all of their, um, you know, capsule collection, collaboration oh, events are neck level too. Yeah, and it, mm. it's so – They're fun. so yeah. fun to work with and you saying a lot goes in behind the scenes, like events like that. We work on – for months in advance to get to that point. See, we see, you know, a half-day event yeah. or a, like, two-hour epic, like, yeah. luncheon. Like, yeah. it's a full-blown yeah. thing. It you is. guys are there for, you know, roughly two hours as yeah. guests, you know, whether it be as a quick lunch or a brunch or a cocktail party. Yeah. But we have probably been working on that for about 12 weeks. Yeah. Wow, for um, one event. For one, for literally two hours sometimes. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, and you can't, I mean, look, you can turn events around quicker than that. Mm. Trust me, we've done it before and it's stressful. But if you, the way that we work is we are over-passionate. We over-deliver. We always 
are detailed in what we do. So the longer mm. times that we get to work on things, when a client says, oh, no, you can have three months to do that, we go, yes. Yeah, you can your teeth into it. Yeah, it, we, you can really nut it out and do it properly. And I think you, you can see exactly the way it's going to happen at the end yeah. of the day. Um, I think another highlight probably is when we get to do Fashion Week. Oh, um, yeah, that's amazing. Especially, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I remember, we were just talking about this before, actually, yeah. one year we were in Sydney and, I don't know if it was smart or not, but we did, you know, media showings that day. Then that night we had a runway. So it was, and then the next day we continued with media yeah. showings, I think. Yes, um, we did. And that was for, you know, mainly the um, brand Thurley. But that it was, was my favourite fashion event I've ever been to in my life. Really? Because I That's flew so in good. just for the event and I went straight from the airport to Laporte. Is that what it's called? Yes. That's yeah, space that you had. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Tried on three frocks and I was just, and I remember I found my favourite and yeah. I think it was Eliza that used to, is it Eliza? Yeah. Used to work here? yeah. And she was like, no, I want you to go a bit more risk. Like, we're going to try something different <laughs> we on you. styled you out. <laughs> yeah. And then I felt so confident in the event. And then you're sitting at the show and because Sydney, everything is like big because yes. you're at Carriage Works and that photography pit is like, 80 people yeah. almost. And you have to organise all that. That's kind of what it, the difference is between Melbourne and then the Sydney one. The Sydney one, you get the room and you literally have to organise everything. Really? So that was our first year doing it and then we did it the second year and it was, a, for me, it was more enjoyable the second year because we knew, you know, it was not the unknown. Yeah. Because it was like everything from production to models to makeup to media accreditation to dressing to guests. And it's then the, the point of actually standing the media where you want mm, them to stand. So, really? Like yeah. pushing a photographer out of the way, making yeah. the better. And I think one of you two was filming like a live at yeah, the same I, time. I was sitting in the middle of the <laughs> photography kit in my frock. Holding my iPhone 8 or yeah. I don't even know, an old iPhone, <laughs> filming so it good. live on the and, Instagram. Um, and there's a really good photo actually of me a great photo. just squatting down. And I think the oh caption God, was, the caption was, um, no, like, no gear or because I didn't have, oh, I yeah, didn't have a camera, an I had an iPhone. <laughs> There's a meme in that for sure. There's a good meme and there. And Fran yeah. was on the ground, you know, filming yeah. from underneath, like filming the runway, you know, all this uh, stuff. That it's all on. just the most unglamorous part of it. Yeah. But it, it's so fun. We laugh about that stuff still, yeah. about what the things that we do. And I guess the perception from outsiders, mm. they think, oh my gosh, you went to fashion week, you probably got to drink champagne and oh. have some canapes and run around and look at the models. But yeah. no, 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 no. We yeah. have no makeup on, and it, we're lucky. I think I, I forgot to change my shoes. I was wearing thongs as well. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, wow. And when yeah. we had to pack the gift bags. Yeah, we had to pack three hundred gift bags. You just, it's just <laughs> three hundred people there. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. had very. That was like pretty A grade Australian celebrities in that yeah. room as well. That wasn't. Well, that's the great opportunity with working with Fashion Week and then yeah. working with Thurley and having that platform to then invite those people yeah. and then dress them and then, you know, that's a dream for us to see all those celebrities that we wouldn't normally have access to, you know, when you align yourself with the right yeah. clients and events and everything, it really, like, It's always it's good amazing. when you get starstruck a yeah. little bit. <sighs> have you seen... been starstruck? Like, has anyone you've met and been like, oh, my God. To legend. be honest, it's usually the people that we're watching at the moment. So if we're watching yes. maths at the moment and yeah, then okay. we yeah. meet someone yeah. from yeah. maths that you're currently watching or Love Island. <laughs> yeah. And I know that that shouldn't be the people that you get starstruck by, but it, 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 if someone comes in that we're currently, mm. you know, when it, 
your whole totally. office is talking totally. about, you know, totally. what happened last night at the dinner party on maths <laughs> and then they come in, you sort of go, oh, I know. That's, what, yeah. that's yeah. them. They, we actually, yes. we implemented that everyone has to watch maths. Did you really? <laughs> all the staff members so that we can discuss it. You're, because you also have quite an obsession with the Kardashians, am I correct? Oh, yes, yes. Oh. Did you say my part? It went yeah. wild. Tess um, did a post about the Kardashians just... Uh, Oh fuck! It was like a few days ago, and I was just yeah. like, I was like, that has to be, te- that yeah, has it to was, be Tessa. It's Absolutely. definitely me. So <laughs> you, your your love for the Kardashians is very real, isn't it? Yes, and I did talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, the Kick podcast. Yeah. Yes, I did. Well, that's what um I didn't know that about you, and I was like, I'm obsessed with um flip it like Dizik. Have oh, you seen yes. Disney flip houses? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. and it's his world, and he's got his hot little girlfriend, yeah. but he's like got no filter. So no. everything he says is like... I'd love to be best friends with Scott. Yeah. It would be fun. Scott or Chris, they're my two that I'd yes. want to be mates with. Yeah. No, the I've Lord. Been, I've been obsessed with them since the beginning. It's not like a, you know, recent thing. So <sighs> when I see things like that or see like, you know, photos or memes or anything that... You're all over yeah, it. Yeah. And, you know, Rach is like, I can't believe you posted that. But that's <laughs> and it went bananas. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I find them very funny, about the it. memes. And I do like the Kardashians, but I do feel like it creates a certain person. Yes. And sometimes yeah. I don't like that. Totally. Tess yeah. is not that person. No. But I do I, I do see these girls on Instagram yes. completely copying what they do yeah. and it makes me say, oh, just be yourself or have your own vibe. Totally. 100%. And I, don't get me wrong, on a Sunday afternoon... <laughs> With a uh, toasted cheese sandwich on the couch. <laughs> That's my time. But I just do it really secretly and turn it on and off before anyone knows. But, um, but it's so fascinating to watch. But the thing that gets me is their business is fascinating. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, fuck, they've got clothing, they've got this, they've got that. Like, oh, I think it's yeah. fa- so fascinating. So I just wanted to do a little hats off. Thank <laughs> you. And another, just another one um, for you, Tessa. Like, we were just talking about fashion. You used to be a fashion blogger, right? I did, yes. So do you feel like, because I feel like you still kind of carry that on your personal yeah. page a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah. that's a nice little get up. I can't really get, get rid of that, can I? I kind of merge into work my Instagram's work and then me trying to be a fashion blogger still and like you know but I just I love fashion so I always have and um I don't really mind putting up photos of myself or selfies and yeah I always say I literally invented the selfie back in whenever because you know we did the fashion blogging when no one was taking photos of themselves so it was outrageous that you would do that because so we had Lisa Seawon Shop oh, on yep. this podcast and she actually like did a big shout out to you and said look it was Uh-oh. you two at the very beginning like yeah. kind of going you two were kind of like not egging each other on but kind of like going yeah let's do this yeah. is that right like supporting yeah. each other yeah we used to take clothes to each other's houses and then go out and shoot you know 10 outfits each and then we would roll them out over whenever but then she kind of went in the direction of like full time, which is amazing. And all her photos are so great, like professional. Mine's yeah. more just, and always has been really on like iPhones and. Candid. Yeah, yeah, more candid. So I kind of still like doing that and working with other fashion brands and yeah. you know, things like that. But obviously because of what we're, you know, our full time job, there's no time to do that. It's just it kind of on the side. Like- it does feel like it's quite intertwined here, like yeah. because fashion is a massive part of one two agency. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the two are kind of like perfectly amalgamated. Yeah, no, I think that's 
we're, I think we're both really passionate with fashion and we would say that that's our, you know, not our... Um, like our, our specialty. Yeah, kind of, yeah, our specialty and influences as well. And then that also stems from being friend, you know, like being a blogger and then meeting all those um, influences yeah. and bloggers. Like I yeah. did a shoot, I remember, I need to bring the book in still. I always tell the girls about it. I did a shoot for Tony and Guy. Yeah. And it was with like Gary Pepper and Harper and Harley and so you got, yeah. Al Ferguson, you know, like all yeah, those the OGs. <laughs> and that was back in the day. And I'm in the book with them, yeah. which is like so funny. Bring it in, mate. Yeah, i have to bring, bring it, it in. in. I'll send you a photo. Yes, please. It's a full-scale shoot. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting about building those and now, relationships. And now, and now we arrange to do those yeah. shoots with, with influencers. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's actually really great that I guess you've come from that background of yeah. knowing what it was like to be on the other side. Totally. And yeah. I think that's, that's – and Tess always brings that to the table when we're working with influencers. So yeah, she'll yeah. – you understand what they want. Yeah. Um, and she'll always say like, oh, you know, we should do this because that would that would promote them more yeah. or that would they, – they will prefer that if we make it like – like this and mm. it's quite interesting understanding both yeah, sides. understanding those both sides I think is important and can I say one thing on the fashion thing because I come here to get fitted and I Rachel last week I was like my boobs won't fit <laughs> I've got big boobs and you make me feel so comfortable you're like oh my god don't I have worry big boobs too, so it's easy. I'm the same <laughs> and I just I always walk out feeling very confident yeah and sometimes I've been to fittings in the past and I'm like oh am I gonna fit the sample oh like yeah. and it can be really can cause a lot of anxiety and yeah. so I thank you for creating a very safe space where you can come and our oh, pleasure I think that's it you know Tessa will absolutely vouch for me I I can't stand trying on clothes and yeah. I, I go into going to weddings I'm very I'm the opposite to Tessa so I think you know when someone comes in here and I know that they're already not feeling that comfortable yeah. I know how to make them feel comfortable because mm. I know exactly what I would want if I was going to a show. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't get the luxury of going to showrooms and getting fitted. But when I go to shops, that's the service that I sort of yeah. want. So well, you're nailing it, mate. Again, it's, and yeah, and again it's just doing it from the other side. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We we have to be. Um, you definitely are because I'll be like, oh, how would you wear, what shoes would you do with this, girls? Or yeah. oh, I'm always like, would this go with this bag? And you guys are like, yep, go black or go, yeah, do a pop of colour. And it's yeah. also great we've got, you know, um, full staff and, you know, there's Tessa and I as well mm. that in the fashion team and we're good because depending on what person comes in, depends on what person would actually serve them in the showroom ah, too. Yeah. So, you know, Fred and Monty, they're, you know, 25, 26 and they're young. So when like the young influencers come in, the girls know that, you know, oh, let's go to Bardo because yeah. they're, you know, a little bit shorter or a little bit yeah. tighter and yeah. the brighter colours and, you know, but then if there's someone older that comes in, you know, Tess or I are probably better at that and we'll take them to another brand like Feathers or Once Was or yeah. even the Thurley yeah. side of things because, you know, they're a bit more conservative. So it's... It, Whenever we do something, we make sure that it makes sense in yeah. what we're doing and why yeah. we do that. Common sense. Yeah, I common like, sense. Not that common, but <laughs> we, that's what we saying. I've heard you talk about this before <laughs> on the Kick podcast, actually. <laughs> um, okay, so I do want to get to a bit of, it doesn't even need to be failure or lesson, but like I remember when you initially sent me your notes and you were like, we had this deal that we would celebrate our wins a bit more where you were like, we're going to, is it once a year you want to go out for dinner? And, oh, it was, mm. uh, or even once every three months, I think I it was. Don't do it. No, we haven't actually done it. Oh, we've done it twice in four years almost. And both your partners are in like hospitality, so it wouldn't be hard for you to be like, no. give us a table. Yeah, it wouldn't. No, no. we um, No, so we... 
So basically we went through our first year and we hadn't even discussed what had happened. We just were like head down, bum up, working, working, working. And we would, even at the end of an event, we probably would go, oh, that was good. Um, Okay, so next thing we need to start working on. And I think that's really silly. Mm. You need to give yourself a time to say, that's so good. That was good. amazing. Yeah, and it's not even, that, it, honestly, yeah. it's not even till we have these conversations with people like you or whoever it might be or get interviewed or do an article or whatever that we actually even stock. talk about yeah. it. Because, yeah. um, you know, I think it's so important to, you know, not be arrogant and be humble and say, well done, we actually did a good job, yeah. but not like flaunt how great you've done or, mm. you know, you've achieved so much or mm. whatever. But so we sort of said, hey, let's just go out for a nice dinner together and just go through some stuff where we can say, oh, how good was that? And also even a bit of criticism too. We can say next time we would do this yeah. or whatever. And it doesn't need to be in the office. It doesn't need to be boring. We can make it fun. Yes. Um, but we did it twice and then we didn't do it we again. Have, yeah. Because I guess because we, we're friends, but then we spend every waking moment together already. Yeah. So then going out for dinner, we're like, we just have to set aside a time and yeah. then like go out and actually enjoy it and be friends as well. So it's like a balancing act. Yeah, totally. And even just taking stock, like didn't recently um, you guys did like two, like music tours like mm, all over Australia, like yeah. Perth, Gold Coast. Yeah. Like we tried and to go out for dinner when we're away and we it, did. that didn't work either. So we got a toasted we sandwich so in the foyer. Yeah. So I met, um, I'm not met, I was, I caught up with Pete Sofo recently who's part of the events that you did yeah. and he said the one on the Gold Coast was so hard because it was the New South Wales people and the Gold Coast people got the time mixed up. Mixed up. Yes. We were in like the middle of we the border. We were on the border. Yeah. So we went for a walk and then we were in Queensland. And your phone would change. Then, yeah. yeah. My, my phone was on Queensland time and Rachel's was on New South Wales oh time the whole time. It, it was, was pretty great. funny. And so for like a massive day event like that, that's a proper like festival event. Yes. How does, when does your day start and end? Uh, probably it, for that one, we were pretty lucky. We didn't have too much to do with the setup. Mm. Um, but we obviously would get photos and stuff done, mm. you know, an hour prior to gates opening. Yeah. And then um, we set a time that the people had to arrive by mm-hmm. because, again, for us it's all about photos and media. Yeah. So you want it to be daylight when they arrive. Yeah. So um, we said, you know, between 1 and 6 p.m. Yeah. And then we would stay for an extra hour or an hour or more to make sure that, you know, some people still don't understand 6 p.m. the cutoff, so <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot of people did arrive at 7. Yeah. Um, so we were still there and then um, so that kind of ends for us. But, yeah, just not too bad, like a, a usual, what, seven-hour, eight-hour yeah. day on a Saturday. And just the travel to Queensland and yeah. um, and it was back to back the weekend, so three yeah, weekends in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you in between. You'd just done Gold Coast or something. I think you were about to do Perth. Yes. And you and I were talking because – you get a little bit of anxiety when you fly. Yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> can you a share a bit about that? <laughs> yes. Well, um, it probably comes back to getting older and getting more, like, fearful. And because and, it didn't – it started when I was probably, like, 20, 22 or so, and then it's gotten worse progressively over mm. the years. Um, I didn't used to have a fear of flying, but it does make it difficult with our work because we're always flying to Sydney, yeah. and I think – that is where it happens because the Sydney flat's often not great. You go up and you go down and there's it's more just in the middle. That's mm. when I get scared. But mm. Rach is really good to travel with. So are some of the girls um, in the office as well because they don't have any issues with it. So I just make sure I'm 
with them or, you know, and if I get worried, they talk me off a ledge. Like I had a full meltdown in the Queensland one and Rach was like, look, it's fine. Everyone's walking around. Look, they're serving you, drinks. We were messaging each yeah, other. Yeah, and I messaged Lola. <laughs> Literally, luckily there's Wi-Fi in the yeah. air now, thank God. So texting Lola being like, oh, my God, you need to help me. And then you sending me the breathing techniques and that really helps as well. So it is it's a struggle, but like I, you've got to do it and get on with it. So but it, it's a quite um, debilitating, I guess, you because yeah. you just stress about it so much in the lead up. And then you just I don't know, I, even going to Perth, I was sick. I don't know if I made myself like so stressed that I was sick. Psychosomatic, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just take it, you know, as it comes when we had an event coming up soon that was in Sydney and we were all having to fly up and back and you just have to get on with it. I love the thing that I love most about it, and we haven't spoken about this before about you're so open about it with all of your employees. Yeah. Have you noticed, like Tessa, yeah. like I'm feeling I've come in and you and me will be talking about a flight, and you're like, yes. no, no, it's giving me a bit of anxiety now. Like I love that you kind of own it, and I think yeah. a lot of people with anxiety kind of like shove it yeah. under a rug, don't talk about it, and yeah. just be like, it'll go, it'll go. But you've created an environment here where you kind of all. Are very honest with one another and how you're yeah. feeling. I think that that has made you feel probably safer. Like you've got Rach when you fly, yeah. or you've got one of the girls that and they're okay. Oh, with it'd it. be so yeah. much harder if you were isolated mm. and oh. with your feelings. Hundred mm. so, percent. And you know, it's 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 just from being able to even just say, "Oh, I'm I'm feeling anxious about this yeah. situation." It always makes you feel better because you can talk to someone about it, and in yeah. any situation, not even just flying, but yeah. like even if you're anxious about oh, you know an event that night. You know, we're not the type of um, team to go, mm. uh, you know, we don't say, oh, my God, it's amazing, I'm so excited. You know, mm. we say internally to our staff, hey, a little bit anxious about this, so can someone jump on this for me? Yeah. Or, you know, we're, we're thinking about changing this up really last minute, blah, blah, blah. It, it might be crazy, but let's do it, let's give it a go. Or, mm. you know, we're so yeah. open with that. It's, it's we don't... Um, we're, we're in a stressful environment. The PR is quite stressful. I think they said, I read somewhere it was like the eighth most stressful job in yeah. the world. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just very, it's a lot of pressure and, uh, you know, we always make sure that we're open with the girls and say um, you can speak to us about anything if you're stressed and, like, you know, we have little debriefs mm. and catch-ups all the time and, sp- like, check in and see how they're going because, you know, everyone gets, I think, anxiety, the word anxiety gets thrown around, like, at least ten times a day in this office. I think that's a good thing, so, though. Yeah, yeah because no, sometimes as soon as you say it, someone might you know, respond and you might, it might completely go away. You might go, oh, cool. I didn't even know that. Perfect. So so glad I brought that up. Anxiety looks different for other people too. Like, Tessa, you know how you physically feel when you fly, but you might like even, Rach, you might be in a situation where one day you're just like, oh God, in a completely different environment, you're just like, I just don't feel good right now and I can't put my finger on Mm, it. That's also, I get really agitated when I'm anxious. Tessa always says, you're moving your legs a lot at my desk. I'm I'm either getting sick or I'm just... I'm a bit anxious. So it, it, everyone's different. And we laugh about it because I'll go, yeah, there's something not right with my legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I like. So the, that, I think that's the what I love is that you've created such an open space. Um, just one more thing on the challenging stuff. How, and you don't have to share anything specific, but how do you go managing like expectations of clients? Like I imagine that is a, a job that would be hard like, do you ever have, have you ever had like a client or a um, 
and again, don't know names, and you're just like, oh, this doesn't feel. Do you have to sometimes walk away if things don't feel right? Yeah, like we have been so lucky. Mm. Um, honestly, we've definitely heard these stories, mm. especially mm. from other PR agencies, mm. and just you know, talking to people in the industry. We're pretty lucky with the way that we've got to the point where, you know, we can pick and choose our clients. Um, and we always meet people face to face. We always, it's really important, I think, to get the right connection with your clients. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to get the right brands for you and your business. So we are very conscious of that. Um, you know, I, I feel like we always over-service. Um, totally. We're just the type of yeah. people that we yeah. never, ever would ever want anyone to be disappointed. Um, we would not want to be disappointed mm. with our work. Um, our team is amazing. You know, we sit down every single week and go, hey, look, I know we've reached our KPIs, but, you know, how do we get a few more, blah, 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 because, mm. you know, it is tough times at the moment for retail. So we want to push the fashion clients and give them as mm. much as we can. How yeah. do we push that more? So... In terms of us, we want to do the best for us, the best for our staff and the best for the client. So it's it's always worked out really well. Um, and I'm honestly up. not sugarcoating that. Like no, it, no, no, no. We, we yeah. actually, we're actually been really lucky with clients. Like there's, yes. we get along with all of them. We like, we love having meetings with everyone. We'd love catching up. Like we would catch up more with our clients if we, if, you know, everyone wasn't so busy. Yeah. It would be great if we could go out for lunch. We would happily. Yeah. And I think we're always, um, you know, c- constantly updating them we update to the point where it might be annoying no that's and, a good um, thing you know mm. i think I'm a Virgo. They, yeah, i love that stuff. yeah if they know what we're doing and if we communicate to them and we say oh hey this person's gonna feature something but it's not gonna be till march or april and like you know you're transparent with everything yeah i think that's important and being honest with them um, and if so, something's not working, we're honest with mm, them too. We might say, hey, this colour in this collection, people just aren't vibing, yeah, you know. So yeah, we're really that. hoping that we can push forward some of this, some yeah. of the further styles and let's, you know, push some influences on that or can we can we have some samples and send them to magazines or early? Or like food, food ones yeah. when, like, you know, something isn't shot correctly and yeah, so you can media pick aren't up on picking that. up. Yeah. That, or we use photographers that media love so it kind of takes out the middleman. Mm. So you're always thinking of those ideas and then telling your clients that to help them because then that will, you know. Help us too. Yeah. I feel like your jobs are like the tip of the iceberg kind of story, like what we see, like the final yes. product, the the shot that the media's picked up or something like that. But then the iceberg underneath is like the workload that you yeah. guys kind of cover. That's a good way of putting it. That's yeah. how it just, it just sounds. And just on that one, how you kind of like manage like um, – relationships really well how do you go because I don't know every time I go to an event that is created by you guys or um, I'm put forward for something with you everybody in the room influencers I'm talking about here or guests is generally a legend now the influencer world is a bit fake and um, there's a few dingoes in that world Mm -hmm. (laughs) How on earth have you managed to keep every like I've every time I've been at something with you, it's just like, you know, it's just there's no dickheads in the room because we just don't work with them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> flat out. Yeah, well, we just, is we that take, straight enough? Yeah, I mean, we we don't like we 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 again we pick and choose, and yeah. it's. And it's important. Like, yeah. why would you want to work with someone that's difficult? 
So we yeah. just don't. I don't. I don't. You know. Sorry to say this, but I don't care if it's Kim Kardashian. Mm. If it's she not. If it's not. Do you know that? Oh no! You know Soho House oh, yeah, in yeah. Los Angeles and West Hollywood what? applied three times and they were like, no. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. That oh, is so that someone like a Rach might be on the door there going, I'd no be dice. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> she's coming. Let's be honest, she's coming. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's you know, life's too short and yeah. work needs to be enjoyable. Yeah. So you know, it's so lovely when you say that. And to be honest, you're not the first person to say that. So many of the girls come and say, "Thank you so much. What a great group of girls." Yeah. You know, loved that. And my boyfriend's like, D- "Can I come to this event?" It's like, <laughs> "I like the one two events." <laughs> it's an Intimo lingerie yeah. event. So. <laughs> I've actually made from that Intimo lingerie event that I came to, Abby Gilmore and I have become, like, really good mates and oh. we hadn't met before that day. Yeah. Oh, we be- sat you next to each other, yeah. And because we were in Sorrento, we got the car together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had travellers on yeah, the way yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, We'll always give you travellers. <laughs> Big fan of travellers. Oh, you got, but, but we've become friends as a result of that. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, and that's exactly what we try and do. We're not only creating relationships with us and influencers, we're wanting to create, you know, I, I remember in one of the first years um, we had an article written about us in Domain Review yeah. and it said One Two's Tribe and they mm. said about mm. our group of um, influencers mm. that actually are also become all friends because they're going to all our events totally. together. And that's exactly what we want. Yeah. And honestly, if we do hear that something's gone down, like a, you know, classroom of girls, mm. if we hear that something's gone down, then, you know, someone hasn't done the right thing or I don't know, mm. we do question that. Yeah, and the other thing I was just thinking as you were saying that as like part of my job as an influencer, you know when you've been invited to an event as a number. Yeah. You know that you're there if you're there as, as a stat. You can feel it pretty quickly. And the one thing about you guys is you've always made it feel like you are mates with everybody in the space. Well, it's because we tailor every single event, guest list to every single client. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we are, you need to invite your people to make sense to what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't make sense to invite you to a boy's skateboard launch. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a skateboarder. Maybe it would be. <laughs> but, you know. Totally. It, it, it's yeah. obvious. So, yeah. But that's also a reflection of you guys putting the work in. Yeah. So we're almost at the end. Um, right. Where do you want to be two years from now? I mean, I know you're living the dream now, but, like, what's the big, the, like, you're already doing it, I know, but, like, yeah, Everyone fast Everyone always asks us that. Someone asked that the other day and we, and we said, oh, I don't know. Because you're already doing it? I think I think we would like to still be where we're at, but I think it would be nice to um, turn the nine-to-five maybe into yeah. an actual nine-to-five and yeah. not a 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Pull back a little bit in two years would be really nice, but then still completely be mm. here and oversee it. Mm. Probably impossible. <laughs> I know. We're, well, we're yeah, you've involved. invited me to stuff on a Saturday before and been like, okay, I know, we're putting this thing on next week, I just need to <laughs> I do my best No Saturday events in two years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, do you see yourself uh, having this, because I see this brand being, like, international, do you see yourself having a, going global? I'd only have to fly, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. I'd, I'd stay in Melbourne. She what can if you fly got, like, around the world. a private jet so yeah. there was like the one, one two smaller. jet. You do it. Plane. Yeah, you want big. Yeah. You like the oh, big. Oh, big planes are fine. I can do that. Yeah. Just get like Kanye. Yeah. yeah. No
international I mean that would be amazing but in saying that their market's completely different to yeah. ours it's like a US PR agency coming here yeah it'd be very different for them and I just always go big don't it I would, yeah you just went really big then yeah. <laughs> what? but it's so doable you just like anxiety big sorry <laughs> we work it's gonna fork out sweaty hands we've got anxiety it would be nice to be um national like you could do in, that through the talent management yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's and and especially um influencer talent as yeah. well like yeah. because everyone kind of goes everywhere yeah well in, yeah because I guess we are national in terms of um the media, media and influencers yeah. already and doing events like the that music festival yeah. you spoke about for the love um getting access to you know new people in yeah. Perth that we hadn't worked with or tweed heads which was amazing and then I guess working with brands like Converse and that we actually had yeah. to meet with the team from, um, was it Boston? Yeah, it was Boston. Yeah, we had to, you know, have... Oh, how good's the Boston ac- accent? Did you get to hear the Boston accent? It's like Mark yes. Wahlberg. Mm. I love it. There was <laughs> a couple of them and, you know, meeting those clients that are from the US or the international And the head original office. head office. Yeah. yeah. That was a moment. Yeah. So working with global brands. Yeah. yeah. And it would be cool to do more events mm. interstate, even though, because we yeah. work with all the media nationally anyway and all the influencers. Mm. But, you know, it was so cool when we were just recently in Perth and all these influencers, we don't, we've emailed them 74 times mm. at meeting them face-to-face and they're coming up to us and we were in a ticket booth and they were sort of <laughs> saying, can you come out so I can give you a hug? Because yeah. we hadn't met. So that, that it would be nice to do, um, you know, more travel and meeting them more mm. and, you know, meeting the media more and... And I think maybe with um, our, we've kind of national championships. Absolutely, (laughs) my brain just went to national cheerleading championships. That's what mine went to too. Because of that documentary, cheer on Netflix. Love that show. Oh, me too. Same. (laughs) Um, I was going to say with beauty because we've just kind of start. I mean, not started with beauty, but we've really um, picked up the beauty clients, which has been really fun for us. I'm obsessed with growing alchemist. I know, isn't it great? I have my routine. Down from Maurice. Maurice has given not only me but my boyfriend. My boyfriend's like, "Well, can you get into bed and be like, smell my face? Oh. I've grown up. I've got, that's a new one. <laughs> smell my face because it's so that. delicious. The smell. Yeah, that detox serum, game changer for anyone yeah. listening. And they're Melbourne, aren't they? Melbourne owned. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah. And they're, they're, like, beautiful people. Yeah, we love them. Yeah. Oh, big shout-out. Yeah. Uh, can I sign up for some oxygen therapy soon? Yeah. I love that you go yeah. in you have oxygen You're therapy. In. We'll wait till their store opens. They've yes. got even better options. Mm. Stay it's, tuned for that. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, so I think the skincare and beauty and all yeah, that. Yeah, because that's quite um, – It's well, they're international, but, like, you know, going to – they're stocked in hotels across Australia. Yeah. So we're looking at doing events, you know, in Brisbane and th- things <sighs> like that with them. So that's exciting and yeah. that kind of branches out because it's not just a Melbourne brand. National, um, I like yeah. it. National two champ- champions. Let's say we'll go national. We'll yeah. go to the national. I feel like we just yeah. brainstormed the last kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both so so much for sharing so much of not only yourselves but your entire business. Have we missed anything? I feel like we've ticked everything off. I feel like yeah. I feel like that went. The so only quick. thing, the only thing that I'm like, I really am just like, oh, I've stopped myself asking because I know you've spoken about it on other podcasts. Can you please just quickly talk about your love of Kmart? <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone knows this. Kmart's my dream client. So Kmart, <laughs> if you're listening. This is, isn't this you like your me. goal? You own like Kmart. 10 p.m. Like, it's, oh, it's Tessa wrote down Country Road and I wrote Kmart yeah. as our, our five-year goal. So Kmart homewares mainly, but I've, I'm now I, very much into the clothing. Isn't your like ideal night like little bottle of wine and then just walking the aisles of yeah with there is there's like three girlfriends as well it's you it's a very clicky group you can't like I could never take my boyfriend there because that would be a disaster he ruins it most of the time (laughs) because I'll just throw in a lamp and he just says why and I say because it's five dollars we basically made money so, oh my God, so good. <laughs> Are you wearing your Kmart sneakers? I, well, this shirt is from H&M, which oh, is my new Kmart for really? fashion. What does Elliot say? You're sheep. Yeah, Elliot Garno, he's a star, yeah. Melbourne, very yeah. top stylist, and he always knows if I'm wearing Kmart or a very <laughs> cheap brand. Really? And, he, yeah, he calls me Kmart chic or yeah. Kmart something. Lux to Lex. I Lux to Lex. Like, that's it. Yeah. Lux to Lex. He, he always comes in. He's like, is I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Oh, no. I'd take it. Okay. Especially I'll, from him. I'd take it as a compliment. Yeah. He used to be, wasn't he like Jacinta Campbell's like bestie yeah, in Sydney? Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's just, yeah, and he's like very in with every crew in oh, wow. everywhere. Yeah, he's actually, he's fantastic. We love, really, we really love his, love. his um, showroom visits. Oh, really? Yeah. We have to minimise them because he ends up being in here for about two hours. I feel like I'd, I'd get, I'll be like, fuck, I was just chatting. I felt, feel so bad because yeah. I chat to you guys like 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, to him. <laughs> he sticks around. Sometimes he pulls up the desk and just sits there. Yeah. But, very funny. Yeah, no. But yeah, came up. That's the next one. Okay, good to know. Yeah. That, or, you go. Oh, no, I was going to say, or Big W or yeah. Target. They'll be fine too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you both so much for just being completely open and sharing oh, so much of yourselves. Us. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Ola. Big love, guys. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love. Spread the love.